Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited for the episode today. It's a little different than normal, but this came to me in a journal session um, just recently and I was like, I want to share this on the podcast. And I just found myself writing nine rules for a meaningful life in my journal. And I just freehanded wrote what came to my mind. And the nine things that I came up with are pretty good, if I do say so myself. Um, And they're not just from me, right? Like I stand on the shoulders of giants. There's a lot of people that I've learned from over the years. And so a lot of these ideas um, I'm going to share with you came from other people, but I also have, you know, internalized these things and I want to present them to you in my own way. And so I'm just going to go through and order nine rules for a meaningful life um, one by one. And so I hope you enjoy this podcast episode and let's just dive in. Rule number one, be a giver. I've been thinking about this a lot because we live in a world where most people are looking for what they can take, what they can get. And I think the people who succeed are thinking and asking themselves different questions. And this is a huge one. How can I be a giver today? Instead of, you know, how do I get my next client? How do I get the next income level? How do I get, 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 you know, it's hard. I think it's humbling to ask this question, but I also think it puts you in the energy of abundance. And this is what's going to grow your business is thinking about how you can be a giver and how you can serve other people. I think that makes a very truly meaningful life. The great people in history were givers. And so this is something that I consider a lot is like, what can I do to serve today? Who can I serve today? How can I be a giver today? So that's rule number one. Number two, be a daily student. This is something that comes really easy for me. And if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is is it comes pretty easy to you too, is that you are a student of, you know, personal development or entrepreneurship or transformation, coaching, whatever. And I think this has really blessed my life is I just am willing to be taught by anyone. I mean, I get taught by people at the grocery store, but I also learn from books and mentors and podcasts and all sorts of things. And I'm really blessed by the people that I've taken on as mentors, whether actually paying them or just reading them their books or just learning from them on a free podcast, right? And I hope that I'm that for you in a lot of ways. That's that's one of my intents is to give back all the things that I've learned from my mentors Um, I think that this is something that you have to carve out when I think of being a daily student, this isn't something that you just stumble on. Like for me, it's very intentional every day I become a student and I, I study, I read books and I take notes and I think about how I'm going to integrate it and apply it into my life. I'm going to teach it to my clients or I'm going to teach it in the matrix. Like I think about this a lot, but I, I know every master, every person that we look up to, every guru, every coach, every person that you know, is great in the world, started as a student. And so I think this is a lifelong um, commitment is to be a student every day of life, of, you know, like of people, of ideas, of the universe, of truth, be a student and carve out time to make that happen. Number three, this is going to sound morbid, but it has taught me so much. Ponder your death. I think about my death a lot and I don't mean that in like a a bad, dark way. I actually think about it as a very enlightening way. We are mortals and we will die. And when you use this as a tool 
to live better, it will, you will get so many ideas. You also have to be really honest with yourself about how you're living your life, right? When we get to our deathbed, we're really not going to care about a lot of the things that we tend to care about or fall into the trap of caring about on a day-to-day basis. And so for me, I, I choose to think about my death in a way that enlightens my now, that makes me live more fully now, that gets me over my fear, right? That gets me over my insecurity of what other people think about me or, you know, I, you know, all the worries, like the little worries that really are nothing. Don't sweat the small stuff. Hint, it's all small stuff. Have you heard that quote before? <laughs> right? When we get to our deathbed, a lot of the stuff that distracts us from our purpose, from living a meaningful life, just fades away. And so I encourage you to spend time thinking about what it's going to be like when you leave this planet and who you're going to care about seeing, what questions you're going to ask yourself, what you're going to contemplate. I guarantee you're going to think more about your loved ones than your bank account. You're going to care more about the service you provided other human beings than, you know, how many followers you had on social media or, you know, the amount of downloads you had on a podcast or, you know, all the metrics that have no meaning compared to our relationships and to compare to the person we can become. Life's just way too short not to go all in on your dream. Like I, I know that's cliche, but it's true. And so one of the things I think makes a meaningful life is pondering your death. (laughs) It'll make your life more meaningful. Number four, create, don't react. This is a moment to moment decision. One of the, one of the questions I ask myself, I think powerful people ask themselves different questions than people who don't create um, the results they want. So this is one of the questions I ask myself, what am I creating right now? And that immediately wakes me up and makes me more conscious to this moment and I can bring back my agency, bring back my personal power because personal power is about choice in this moment. What am I creating with my girls? You know, maybe we're sitting on the couch and every once in a while, you know, I'll just kind of zone out and they'll be either watching TV or I'm reading a book or they're just playing. And that question, I'm so grateful for that question pops into my mind. What am I creating right now? And immediately it unlocks energy for me because I realize what I was creating isn't something that I actually wanted. It was a default creation. And I want to be as intentional as I can with creating my relationships, creating time, creating experiences, creating moments with my kids or with my clients or with my husband, right? All of those things. I don't want to react. I don't want to be passive in my life. I want to be a creator of my life. And that's how we create a meaningful life really intentionally is being a creator, not a reactor, like not a reactor. And so I want you to consider that. How can you create more? Number five. I said, share your gifts. And this is where I really love business is I feel like it's an opportunity and a vehicle to share your gifts in a way that gives a return back to you, right? You get paid for your gifts. You get paid for what you're good at. You get paid for your skill set. And I think not enough people are doing it. And this requires, I, I often will say, keep your blinders on to my clients because it's easy to get distracted with what other people are doing. And you might devalue your gifts. You might devalue what you do in the world because, you know, so-and-so does this or so-and-so does it better or whatever. And that's irrelevant. Share you, share what you're good at because your particular unique way of sharing your gifts is going to impact people, whether it's art or coaching or words, maybe you're a writer, like, and I don't, I just don't think enough people believe that they're value valuable. And so they don't share their gifts and they kind of hide it. And I think if you want to live, live a meaningful life, you share what you're good at. Even if there's fear, even if there's doubt, you are consistently sharing what you're good at and what you love and your passion. 
Number six, do things on purpose that challenge you. This is not for everyone, but I think if you are listening to this kind of podcast on some level, you want a more meaningful life, or you're at least pondering how you can make your life more meaningful. When is the last time that you did something challenging on purpose? This is why I love coaching because it it pushes me to the edge. Um, but like, you know, people climb mountains, people do physical challenges, people do marathons, you know, a lot of people do physical challenges, but what I love about business is that it's like a mentally challenging game, you know? And so I'm also in the process of doing 75 hard. And I've talked a little bit about it on this podcast, but 75 hard is includes two workouts a day. And that is challenging. And I've noticed that because I'm doing it on purpose, it adds a dimension of wonder of depth to my life that I was lacking before I did this challenge. And so now I'm kind of like, what else am I going to do? What other challenges am I going to take on? Because it's made my life more meaningful. It's given me things to think about. It's, it's given me opportunities to see myself differently. And so what can you do on purpose that challenges you? And maybe you have to seek it out. Maybe you have to do some research. Maybe you need to experiment a little, but what can you do? And what are you interested in doing that would challenge you? Number seven, Listen deeply and talk less. (laughs) As a coach, I think this is an underrated skill set or tool is just listening. So many people want to talk, talk, talk. And if, if you've noticed, people can talk about themselves forever. And that's why I think coaching is such a gift, right? We listen and we're there to hear what they have to say and really see them when they say it. And, um, I think that this is just a good way to live life. Everyone can teach you something. The clerk at the grocery store, the person preparing your meal, the person delivering your pizza, the, you know, the lady on the phone for your insurance can teach you something if you are willing to listen. And this is something that I think we have to train our minds to do. It's easy to talk. It's a lot harder to bite our tongue and listen and not just listen to reply, but listen to understand and to deeply see someone. This is a gift you can give the world. I think that this is the gift that we give as coaches This is the gift we give as spouses, as friends, as parents, is deeply listening and seeing people. In fact, um, sometimes I'll notice that my girls will get kind of agitated or out of sorts. And what they're really wanting from me, you know, when they're whining or when they're tired or when they say that they have an owie or whatever, is they say, this is how I hear them, right? Like what they're really saying to me is, mom, do you see me? And listening is our way to say, yes, I see you. And I, I remember that when I hear someone complaining or when I have a client who's rambling or when I have a client who's struggling, what they want is me to see them in their, in their struggle, but also what they're capable of. They want me to see their depth. They want me to see their complexity and their hopes and their dreams And so that's such a gift we can give people is seeing them. And we quote, we see people by listening. Um, We show our presence by listening. And so I think that it's really powerful. And, you know, I'm not talking about like seeing with your eyes. I'm talking about like seeing spiritually, right? Where we're really with someone and we can give them a gift of our listening, of our deep listening. And so I think that makes for a meaningful life as well. Number eight is gratitude for all before you strive for more because be, because gratitude is the foundation of all abundance Eckhart Tolle said that um or gratitude for what is is the foundation of all abundance I think is what the actual quote is and I think when you live in gratitude you live a meaningful life 
we have so much to be grateful for. We really do. Are there things that we want? Yes. Are there things that aren't okay? Yes. Are there things that we can fix? Yes. But when we break it down, we live in the most blessed time in the most blessed country. If you live in the America, in America, um, even if you don't, like if you're listening to this podcast, you are so blessed, right? We have internet, we have social media connections. We have instant, like I can order something on Amazon and it's delivered in two days, right? Like we live in a very abundant times, but how tuned in are you to that fact that there's so much abundance here and now it's a great way to live life. When you live in abundance instead of lack, your life just gets better. The quality of your life gets better without anything changing. Just your perception of your life changes the way you experience your life, which is what coaching is all about, right? And what's cool is, is it kind of slow, well, for me, it slows down time when I'm grateful for what is. I want to enjoy the meal a little bit more. I want to hear my girls giggle for that, like just a second longer. I want to enjoy the post on social media that like of the, of the idea I just had or whatever it is. It, it like strengthens my enjoyment of this moment and my life, the quality of my life gets better without anything changing. That's what we get when we focus on gratitude. And more importantly, we cultivate gratitude. It's not something that you stumble into, right? It's something we create within ourselves. So I think it's essential to have a meaningful life that you live a life of gratitude. Um, and then the ninth one that I want to share is that you carve out time to reflect. I think all the deep thinkers, all the philosophers, all the coaches, all the business, you know, icons spend time in reflection. And in our busy world, it's easy to think that you're too busy to reflect. And I just want to offer that you're wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, but I, I do want to offer that there's a different way to think about your life. If you're too busy to reflect, something needs to change. And by reflecting, I mean either journaling or talking with a coach or going to therapy or, you know, maybe you just sit in silence and you're just reflecting on your life. I think it's a really underrated thing that we can do to live a more meaningful life. You know, extracting the wisdom from the day, extracting the lessons that you learned, um, finding a time to reflect on what makes your life great and what you're grateful for, finding time to, you know, sit in nature or have a meaningful conversation with someone you love, taking time away from social media and away from digital distractions, like, those are the kinds of things that I think are hard and, you know, simple to do, hard to execute on, but actually will change your life. This is where your best ideas are going to come from. This is where you're going to put the pieces together of things you're working on. Um, it's not easy, but it's doable and it is simple. Carve out time to reflect about your life every day if you can, but definitely at least every week. These are the things that make a meaningful life. When you put them all together, I think this is like rules for a spectacular life. When you're a giver, when you're a student, like I'm going to just kind of recap everything that we talked about. When you're, number one, be a giver. Number two, be a daily student. Number three, ponder your death. Number four, create, don't react. Number five, share your gifts. And I would add to that, value your gifts. <laughs> number six, do things on purpose that challenge you. Number seven, listen deeply, talk less. Number eight, live in gratitude. And number nine, carve out time to reflect. This has made my life very meaningful. Tony Robbins says there's basically two skill sets. There's success and achievement and fulfillment. To me, this is these are the rules for the fulfillment part of life and how you can feel soulful and alive and abundant and grateful without changing anything. These things, everything that I listed, you don't need anything external to start applying these things today, right? With the internet, we have free resources. Like 
You already have relationships in your life. You already have opportunities to do all of these things. Pick a few, start implementing them, start executing and see your life change from the inside out. That is my hope for you. I hope and pray that you live a meaningful life and that you find fulfillment. And by doing these things, I think you will. I mean, even if you just take one nugget from this podcast episode, I think it'll change the quality of life you experience. Share this with a friend. If you think of someone who could use this, I would genuinely appreciate it. That's how the podcast grows is by you sharing. And I really appreciate the people that do. Um, And other than that, please consider this. Please consider how you can live a more meaningful life. And I will see you in another episode. Bye. Hey, if you love listening to this podcast every week, I know you'd love The Coaching Matrix. It's my life and business group coaching program for coaches and entrepreneurs to grow their business, create epic lives, and thrive. Every week and month, I train on four main topics. Mentality, alignment, action, and integration. Everything we cover on this podcast, but we go way deeper and you get to work with me live. If you're interested in joining, go to itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix waitlist to be the first to know when doors open again. I'll see you inside.